This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. And today, an all-hands-on-deck approach from the Biden administration in handling a crisis that began 10 days ago, the heinous terror attack in Israel that killed more than 1,400 people, a crisis that continues to threaten the innocent lives of hundreds of hostages and endanger the entire civilian population of Gaza in a spiraling humanitarian calamity. In the next hour, President Joe Biden will depart for Israel for what could be one of the most important trips of his presidency. His visit is, of course, a show of support for an ally grieving the murder of more Jewish lives than at any time since the Holocaust, but also bracing for a deadly and dangerous point in this conflict with Hamas. It is also a high-wire diplomatic endeavor with nothing less than the possibility of a major regional conflict breaking out, looming over every fraught development. And every development on the ground in the last few hours has been that. Fraught is also added fuel to a very volatile situation. There are reports of a deadly strike on a hospital in Gaza. Now, the hospital was filled, of course, with the wounded and with Palestinians seeking shelter. Hundreds are believed to have been killed in the strike. But a spokesman for the Israeli military denies targeting that hospital and says the hospital was not a target. Moments ago, they said that they believe that a rocket from the militant group Islamic Jihad is to blame. Now, the ramifications of the strike on the hospital are already being felt. The AP reports that Palestinian leader President Mahmoud Abbas has canceled his planned meeting with President Joe Biden. Anger on in every conflict and anybody mm -hmm. who has been following uh, our uh, fighting with Hamas knows that in every time that there's rocket fire towards Israel, let's say they fire a few thousand rockets, there are hundreds of misfires. In this conflict alone, there has been more than 400 misfires uh, in this conflict alone. And in the last conflict in May 21, we had the same amount, roughly the same amount of rockets fired and rockets that landed short inside the Gaza Strip. I remember clearly an event that was reported live on Fox by Trey Yingst, where he was standing inside Gaza. The reports that came out was of an Israeli strike, which is the knee-jerk response around the world. But then he reported that he saw with his own eyes a strike that landed a rocket that misfired and landed in northern Gaza. I think it was Jabalia and caused casualties, uh, the death of a Palestinian family. So this is not unprecedented. It has happened many times in the past. It is documented. And for those willing to listen and not to automatically blame Israel for it, there is ample proof of the fact that this has happened many times before. Granted, not a hospital and not so many casualties. But the fact of the matter is that rockets misfire and land in Gaza, and they have been doing so for years. Okay, I'm looking at now the the footage of the missile. Um, that was the idea of spokesman 
Tuesday the 17th, uh, 17 October, year of our Lord, 2023, the second hour of our late afternoon, early evening show. So a bunch of blockbuster news. Number one, Jim Jordan. We're going to get into this a little bit later. Jim Jordan, for reasons that are beyond my grasp, instead of staying on the frickin' floor on Friday and expose them and just let it roll and vote and vote and vote and unmask these old bulls, they did a struggle session on Friday. It turns out McCarthy called for the, the private, the anonymous affirmation vote, which was a mistake. So you got to understand McCarthy's not working. He's not pulling for the Team Jordan. And, of course, Emmer's not pulling for Team Jordan, and he's the whip. They've canceled tonight. It's supposed to be right now. We're supposed to be watching the second vote. Not going to happen. That's going to be tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. So we'll be covering that live with appropriate commentary, as usual. But as you know, Ken Buck and the folks, they're very upset with the Warren Posse being at the Ramparts. Quite upset. 202-225-3121. Give them something to be upset about. The old what for. Your voice, Vox Populi. want to bring in now Carrie Sheffield to kind of uh, break this down. And Carrie, by the way, great job. Carrie went into the lion's den at BBC. <laughs> BBC it was Carrie versus... The Beeb today. I think it was nine on nine on one, Carrie, but you you did find you fought your way out of it as you can. But I, I think a lot of folks, in particular our audience, don't realize you were a actual correspondent with the Jerusalem Post for many years. You really know the neighborhood. Just walk our audience through this hospital. It's the Anglican hospital in, in Gaza City. Walk through the importance of it and, and then and then what happened. And I think they're showing proof or some video that it looks like one of these misfires of the Palestinian Jihad missile. But walk through why this is, why is this so important in this time? Yes, Steve, thanks for having me. Um, and yes, the, the, the BBC lines done, I was definitely outnumbered by people who want to defend terrorism. Um, very strange, but the hospital, uh, there were some misreports earlier on the BBC, there were that it had been a Baptist hospital. But as you mentioned, it's actually an Anglican hospital um, it's part of for the Anglican Church, uh, which, as as we know, the Anglican Church in England um, has been started to be taken over, sadly, by leftists. Say this as a baptized Episcopalian from the uh, U.S. Um, strand of Anglicanism. Um, but this this hospital had been used to shelter. There were, as I understand it, there were more uh, civilians that were there just to shelter, not actual patients who were sheltered. And the fact that you have the people who are now potentially all taking shelter in a hospital. Yeah. I mean, you heard a clip that you played. I, I'm glad you played that from the, the IDF spokesman to really put this in context. Well, he tried to claim, well, this is absolutely yeah, you know, Israeli attack, when in actuality, uh, we don't know for certain that's part of the fog of war. But if you take a step back, put it in context, well, where do the signs actually point to right now? Well, we'll, in terms of the of, of, of the bombing, but if you look at, at the track record right, Carrie, of- can you Carrie, can you hang on for a second? Because you're, you're freezing up and we want to unfreeze. We want to reboot you because I want the audience to get the full thing. Let's go ahead and take Carrie down, reboot her, and get her back up so that we can, uh, that we can see her. It'll take a second. There we go. Um, other breaking news, 
Biden putting the entire prestige of the United States on the lines, doing something that's unprecedented. Remember when FDR went to Casablanca, they had the Casablanca conference after um, after we won in North Africa or won far enough in North Africa, we were ready to have a conference in Cairo, I think was the entire, was entire Egypt. So that, that's where we had victories under our belt. We were planning the next phases of the war. You had, you know, people that could come together that could come. I don't think Stalin made the first one. I'm not sure if he made Cairo or not, but you had FDR, you had Churchill. These were big planning conferences. Marshall was there. Eisenhower was there. Uh, a field Marshal Montgomery was there. You have, Essentially, the equivalent of Field Marshal Montgomery, and you have the CENTCOM commander in Israel right now. And Biden's going into Mar, and the Jordanians, the Egyptians, uh, all of them have canceled the meetings. In his face, just cancel the meetings. So it's going to look like to the world, he's going to be with the Israelis, as like, we own this operation, or we've approved this operation. And this operation, there's going to be a lot more of these hospitals, regardless of who, who, who did it. This is just the, the friction of war because you're fighting in or you're fighting one of the most dense urban environments in the world. In the Gaza Strip, you have over two, I think it's 2.2 million people. And Carrie, I think carries back up. Carrie, I think 40% of the population or 50% of the population are under 15. I mean, it is, it is, a, it is just, as you know, it's so concentrated. Uh, when something like this happens, immediately BBC, quote unquote, trying to be even handed, you know, I, I was, we were watching here, we monitor all these channels. They sit there and they had these guys that come in from uh, Hamas. And what they don't tell anybody is that Hamas just doesn't let people go on TV at their civilians start talking. Everybody's cleared. Hamas runs the whole deal. There's, they, they have fighters, they have terrorists, but the whole thing is run by them. And so there was a guy in there that says, yeah, I saw it with my own eyes. I saw the F-16s come in and sent them missiles off. And, of course, BBC puts the guy up there and gives me space for him to sit there. Well, hang on. How do you know that? How did you see that? He just some, he's just some schmendrick that's, that's with Hamas. And this is what happens. All of a sudden, the rumors start going, and now you're going you're gonna to own the optics. You, you've, you've been a correspondent over there. How how How— do you think that the United States, because Biden just announced a $100 billion aid package to Ukraine and Israel. And I will tell you, as much as people love Israel, uh, right now, with the finances of the country are on the invasion of the southern border and nobody talking about it, and nobody in power doing anything about it. I don't think there's a high probability that that will pass without a huge fight. Your thoughts? Well, yeah, and on the channel, when I was on the BBC, uh, they had a guy who was basically a spokesman uh, for the Palestinians, and he repeated something that, again, has not been verified as to the source of, of the strike. Um, but if you take a step back and put it in context, like that IDF spokesman did on that clip you played, everything we know about this hospital attack appears to be actually based on what we know about the fact that you know these terrorists they they create homegrown bombs they they create these homegrown improvised um, de devices so the, the the accuracy it's it's really not precise at all and and you have a consistent track record of misfirings and and failed targeting by them so the track record suggests this was a casualty of its own making within the Palestinian you know within the terrorist group of Hamas 
Um, and yeah, so I, we'll see what happens. I mean, my hope is they'll be able to actually get on the ground and analyze, analyze the munitions so we can figure out exactly the source of it. Um, but you're exactly right that, that they are master manipulators at owning the narrative. You know, I just got news alerts from the New York Times, the Washington Post, that it was absolutely an Israeli strike. Well, hang on, we don't actually know that's true, but but they're already pushing that narrative out there. And then and then immediately on BBC as well, they had this this Hamas affiliated person or spokesman or defender saying that uh, this he's calling this strike against the hospital. He's calling it genocide. He's calling it ethnic cleansing. So he's he's trying to claim the narrative. He said nothing about the assault that happened, the actual ethnic cleansing against the Jews uh, that happened just a few days earlier. And in terms of, you know, Biden, I mean, he's he's so feckless. He's so weak. Um, as you pointed out, he's getting all these meetings canceled in his face. Um, and he I don't I don't want U.S. troops there. But but that is the the M.O. of Biden is a dollar late, um, a day short and then reactionary scramble, putting American blood and treasure um, and American potentially boots 2000 troops. Uh, this is this is. This is leading from behind. This is this is classic Biden. I mean, this is what he did in Ukraine. This is what he did with leading from behind in in Afghanistan. So absolutely, Biden emboldened all of this chaos around the world. Um, you have him I, I, I hate, yeah. I, I hate to bring with, up an unpleasant topic, but but this is of the activities of last weekend. I, I saw the Times of Israel. Or excuse me, the Jerusalem Post had a poll. I think 86% of the of the population of Israel believes that uh, Netanyahu is accountable and should resign. We know Shin Bet, the, the intelligence service, took full responsibility. That was for the intelligence failure, not for the lack of the IDF response that took six and sometimes eight hours. Carrie, you've lived there. You've been across, Are we caught up in the mythology of the Jewish Spartans of 67 and 73, and we haven't faced the reality of what their military and intelligence services are today, because the, the action we've seen them in, in this, in this, in the worst day since the Holocaust, was just ab, abject failure all around. Are, are, are we walking into a trap set by the Persians and the CCP that America, now that Biden's over, the command, the commander in chief of the United States Armed Forces and the senior field commander, the head of CENTCOM, are both in Tel Aviv on the same day on this thing. It's almost mind-boggling it could happen. And everybody we pay for, we pay for the Jordanians, we pay for the Egyptians, uh, we pay for the Palestinian Authority, you know this. We got we got money on both sides of the trade. We pay for the Israelis, we're paying for the Saudis, we got money all over, the, we're paying, we got putting money still in Iraq. We got money on every side of this deal, and and Biden can't get a meeting, can't get a meeting. What in 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 the Middle East, which is like the Far East, everything is about how it's presented and face. You couldn't have a bigger humiliation that the only people that Biden will meet with is the Israelis, and that's where they're going to say you're going to own the hospital, you're going to own going into the tunnels, you're going to own every optic of every dead baby that comes out of here, ma'am. Yeah, no, it, Steve, it's, yes, it's a failure on many fronts. And it's, as you pointed out with Shin Bet uh, pointing out their abject failure. I was speaking with Keith Kellogg, who was President Trump's national security advisor in his White House uh, last week about this. And he said it was actually just a failure of 
the intelligence services. Meanwhile, our intelligence services is playing footsie with Iran, uh, you know, sending over the billions of dollars or and freezing the assets when we should have been surveilling and, and picking up on this. But he said it was basically that the uh, the Palestinians and, and Hamas and what they were doing with the training and it was like they were going back in time. They were they did all they accomplished this the old school way. They were using the human intelligence instead of the signals intelligence, which the more modern version, which we had, you know, they had been using to it, God knows how many plots they foiled successfully. But this was them stepping back in time. So they became more sophisticated by actually becoming more uh, basic, just the, the basic human intelligence. And that was the utter failure on the part of uh, the Israeli intelligence and also U.S. intelligence. And that's that's where just the, and also the sheer boldness of this operation, the um, the, the fact that it has been financed and trained. Uh, this is, you know, based on what we know so far. I mean, we'll see that the additional evidence, but very likelihood that this is bankrolled and trained by by Iran. And the Trump campaign pointed out that uh, Iran has evaded the sanctions thanks to Biden's fecklessness to the tune of 80 to 100 billion dollars in oil sales coming from the CCP. Um, so this is um, a CCP funded um, invasion, essentially. Um, and yes, and, and Russia is uh, t laughing all the way to the bank here. And, and you had a Hamas spokesman saying publicly that this is great for Putin because now the United States is distracted um, and it's got so many fires to put out. So Joe Biden is just he's he's a feckless um, reactionary person and he's weak. Um, and, and yes, you're right. This this investment of American tax money that's going to these Arab countries that are laughing in our faces now um it's it's unconscionable and i mean and i, I think now I, we got to see what the ccp is going to do are they going to move on taiwan i mean the world is moving in chaos you have our secretary of state blinken saying that azerbaijan could very well invade the armenians soon so this could be the you know the next domino to fall carrie what should our audience over the next couple of days, what is Kerry Sheffield going to be looking at as the signal over there, not the noise? What 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 are you going to be looking at that our audience should be looking at? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to be paying close attention to. I mean, it, it's just it's hard to feel such a sense of you know betrayal by our our own you know Western uh, intelligence on this. But I, I'm going to be watching for um, you know how can how can the Israelis actually go in um, and and you know, they've got to destroy Hamas. That's that's the cancer. Um, so and I think that's the signal. The, the noise is, is the humanitarian crisis. The noise is the refugee crisis. How can the Israelis go in and use their famed uh, intelligence services to cut, you know, cut the heads off every head of Hydra off um, of, of what's happening with Hamas? That's really what's got to happen. Um, but I'm, I'm going to be watching for the as well, you know, the Iranian response to this. Um, and also just how is how is, is Joe Biden in any way going to hold Iran accountable um, for what they've been doing? My money is no. But um, I, I most of all, I'm going to be praying. Carrie Sheffield, how do we get to your writings, uh, all of your uh, all of your content, your website, social media, where they go? Thanks, Steve. Uh, well, myself and my colleagues also are covering this at Independent Women's Forum. So we're at IWF.org. Uh, and then I've got my own book coming out on March 12th. And you can find out more about that on CarrieSheffield.com.
Carrie, great job. Great job on BBC today. You they, they you had them outnumbered. It was nine to one against, and Carrie Sheffield had them outnumbered. Great job. <laughs> My best. Thanks, Steve. She's terrific. Great fighter. Um, I think you need to get prepared. I think you need to get prepared. Your your personal life, uh, your financial life, you need to get prepared. This We try to show you what we think are the best emerging growth companies in the Patriots economy on here. But this is quite quickly spinning out of control. You're the still point in a turning world for this nation. The one group out there that's actually thinking of the republic and putting the republic first, putting your country first, putting America first. But as you can see, when you have some guy on Air Force One that takes off, think about this for a second. With Ronald Reagan and and and, and Donald Trump, I mean, it's un, it's it's unbelievable. The Jordanians and the Palestinian Authority and the Egyptians, and and if we didn't have relationships with these guys who didn't know them, that'd be one thing. <laughs> We're paying for it all. I could break down the State Department budget. You're paying. You're underwriting the Jordanian King, the royal family. You're 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 underwriting the Palestinian Authority and essentially Hamas. You're underwriting the uh, LCC. You're you you're underwriting it, and they won't even take a meeting. Hey, I'm in the neighborhood. Can I come by and get a coffee. Nah, I'm busy doing some falconeering. With the you know this is what kings do. Unbelievable. Go to birchgold.com/slash Bannon right now. The end of the dollar empire. The de-dollarization of the world. Check it out. What impact is going to have on you? Why has gold been a hedge against turbulence and bad times for, I don't know, 5,000 years? Ask yourself that question. In fact, better, ask Philip Patrick and the team of Birch Gold. Ask them that question. Wait for the response, and then you think about it. For central banks, the Federal Reserve is doing two things. They're printing money to pay for this madness, and they're working on a central bank digital currency where they can track everything you do and cut off what they don't think you should be doing. So and while the BRICS, you know, the BRICS, it's uh, like uh, Xi and Putin. You seen the pictures of those guys in, uh, in, 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 uh, in, was it in Beijing? There, you seen the pictures of them? It's like they were on the first, the successful first date. They're, they're happier than, than the guy, the golden, what's the golden bachelor, that guy? They're happier than the golden bachelor in the bevy of, of, uh, of gals that are going after him. That's what they look like. They're happy as can be, happy as clams. Why? Why would they be doing, why would they do that? Why are they that happy? Inquiring minds want to know. Well, get your financial house in order. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Check it out. Talk to Philip Pastor and the team. Cynthia, um, last night, I have the cold open to play, but I think we'll play the break. That was a brutal interview last night. I want to thank you for saying up. But, man, what tell, you have to tell this audience, and I want to brace yourself, of the bad news for many of this audience of, of Jim Jordan not pushing it over the top and, quite frankly, not coming all that close. And then canceling, we're not. We're going to vote tomorrow at eleven o'clock during the second hour of the show. We'll be covering it live, obviously. The worst news was uh, was Rachel Powell. Tell us about what a federal judge did to her to date, ma'am. Steve, my my head is spinning off my shoulders. Okay, there was so much going on in that courthouse today. So many different J six trials. Julie Kelly was all over the place today, covering as much as she could. Um, you have, you know, you had a trial going on in front of Judge Lamberth. He breaks for lunch and he brings in Rachel Powell for, you know, a 45 minute 
sentence hearing. He already knew what he was going to do. And, um, you know, he did, he did, you know, commend, you know, praise her for raising great children. He praised her for, uh, you know, um, surviving kind of a, a lot of adversity in her life, but he knew exactly what he was going to do. The prosecutor got up and called her an insurrectionist, um, couldn't stop not talk about Trump. All she did was talk about Trump, the prosecutor, um, made everything about Trump and, you know, asked for this woman to go to jail for, you know, more than eight years. Thank God this judge had the fortitude to say no to that, but he sentenced the mother of eight after she cried hysterically and pleaded and begged for mercy to 57 months. And he told her to get her affairs in order, enjoy the holidays with your family, and I'll see you. You'll be reporting to prison on January 5th to serve five years. All her children were in the courtroom, uh, her two very good friends. I was there. There were other J6 families there that drove in from other states to support her. This is what is going on in these cases, Steve. And people should be coming in to these trials, to these sentencing. And when I say people, I mean from Congress, from you know some of the senators. They don't know what is going on in these cases. People's lives are being massacred. Literally, this judge said to her, "You have no remorse." He brought up every single time, uh, you know, she posted a video on social media about her case. He brought up every single video she, you know, she. Um, uh, interview she did over the course of her time that she spent on house arrest that doesn't even get counted towards her 57 months. Okay, so she's going to start over. She's been on house arrest for almost three years, can't even go outside her front door. Her children have been robbed of her already for three years. She threw herself on the mercy of that court today. He brought up every wrong thing that she has done since January 6th till today, including the interview that she did last night with me on your show. There is no more First Amendment. It is dying right in front of our eyes. You cannot have a political opinion. You cannot support, uh, you know, anybody that you choose unless it is this current administration and the people that follow this administration. Our DOJ is out of control. These judges are monsters. They are, they're just, they're so rogue. Look what happened to today with the president, President Trump, I, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. We're coming up on the holidays again, Steve. You have families all over this country that are still in peril. Cynthia, hang on for one second. We'll take a short commercial break. We'll hold you for the other side. Last month, the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their respective populations. No, I'm not making that up. That is a fact. Central bank digital currencies essentially allow the government to track every purchase you make. They could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products or easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. Let that sink in for a second. In essence, they enable the government to take more control over your personal finances. Concerned Americans are diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group.
If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, you should call Birch Gold 2. But learn for yourself. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and they'll send you a free info kit on gold. The easiest way to become a Birch Gold customer, if you have an IRA or 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you convert it into IRA into gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Text Bannon to 989898. Claim your free info kit on gold. Then call Birch. Because if digital currency becomes a reality, and trust me, they're on the path to make it so, it'll be nice to have some gold to fall back on. It's only worked for 5,000 years of mankind's history. Let Birch Gold work for you. Bannon. 989898, text it right now. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it, because it just might. More than 35,000 wildfires have devastated the U.S. this year. The toxins and particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate our lungs and threaten our health. That's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification for your home. And they just announced their biggest sale of the year. Save a massive 30% off during their Labor Day sale. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. Now's the time to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's a 250 bucks savings. Visit ekpure.com and use code Steve. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. Let me repeat, ekpure.com, code Steve ekpure.com, code Steve. Take action, use your agency, do it today, get the benefits of the sale. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, 
and shop for clean skin care or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner. And you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner, download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. understand why they're asking for as much as they are it, it doesn't make any sense to me because it was it was a mistake and I'm sorry and I I wish I could pay for it or do do something do anything but eight years to destroy my family for in my opinion what should be a misdemeanor um, it's just insane you know a, there's an Amish man from Pennsylvania that murdered his wife and he got five years and they're asking for almost eight years for me. Um, it's, it's devastating. It's crazy, Steve. It's crazy. Um, Rachel's the mother of eight children and her youngest is seven years old, a little girl. And, you know, imagine if, if, if the judge grants the request of this prosecution, what is going to happen to these kids? You know, a seven-year-old child, um, you have Nick behind me, who's your 11, right, Nick? Um, you know, all of these kids, they're a very tight-knit family, a very close family. I've been very close with this family from the very beginning. We've helped, you know, Rachel uh, with a lawyer. We're going to help her with her appeal because, you know, the appeals are very important, Steve, super important, most important, even more so now. Um Access is reporting one of the reasons that Jim Jordan didn't get it done today, and it's going to be a very tough fight tomorrow. I want everybody to understand that. And everybody I, I, I hear, and I'm getting blown up, people are sending me stuff that you're, you're all over these congressmen right now, but from Axios, they're talking about how Jordan failed to get it done today, and I quote, zoom in. This is where Axios gives you the inside baseball. A group of GOP pragmatists and institutionalists, pragmatists and institutionalists, that means the swamp, cited concerns over Jordan's ties to former President Trump in January 6th. They're using that. They're calling uh, MSNBC all afternoon. It was called an insurrection. In fact, Hakeem Jeffries said he was the worst of the MAGA, ultra-MAGA extremists and an insurrectionist, the head of the insurrectionist. So this is the type of rhetoric you're getting from this group. Cynthia, I just want to go back to it again. What did, what did Rachel Powell... And, and the judge actually pulled that interview and used that today as one of the reasons to give her, uh, what, almost five years or five years in prison? Yes, the prosecution brought up the interview. Um, oh, the prosecutor, she was just ruthless, black-hearted, no, no heart, quite honestly. Um, doesn't care that Rachel has young children, um, doesn't care of the, you know, um, hardship that these kids are going to now face. Um, they don't have a lot of support. And uh, it's going to be very hard on these kids. And then the judge, you know, after, you know, Rachel read her her statement, which was so profound, um, and, and she chose her words very carefully and wisely. She spoke from her heart. She had a great lawyer by her side. The judge went on to say, 
you know, you're remorseful today. Your words are remorseful today, but you haven't been remorseful this entire time. In other words, you cannot talk about your political uh, ideology and what you think of, uh, you know, the political world. You can't talk about um, another president if you if you want to. And he said, and I have a job to do now. So despite your statement, despite your remorse today, I have I still have a job to do. And you're going to jail for 57 months. And that's what happened today. Um, it's it's Steve. I I've been doing this work for almost three years now. My nephew was still in prison and he's gonna be in prison, it's gonna be three years in January. Um, it, 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 this is maddening. I don't know what to, what to think of this anymore. I, you, it's like banging your head into a brick wall. You, we cannot make headway. Everything is about Donald Trump. Every single thing in these cases, in these prosecutors' minds, in their writings, in their motions, the judges, they can't get past the fact that this country loves Donald J. Trump and they have the right to choose who they want and think for themselves. And according to this DOJ, you're not going to think for yourself. You're not going to vote for who you want. And if you do, you're going to jail, period. And that's what we're dealing with. And a mother of eight is going to rot in prison for five years, Steve. Children are going to be separated from their mother for five years. This is unthinkable. I mean, you heard what she said. There was an Amish man in Pennsylvania who murdered his wife and he got less than five years. What is happening here? A woman, and he said she's got an impeccable history with no criminal history, but you still sentenced her to five years because you don't like President Donald Trump and you're upset that she broke a window. She broke a window, make her pay for it, give her community service. She's already been on you know, home confinement for three years, she's paid her, her dues. She's paid her dues. Now her children have to suffer more. And she's not the only one, Steve. There's so many. There's a major trial going on now in front of the same judge. And these four men today had to watch in horror as this woman was being sentenced. This is crazy. It's a banana republic and beyond. Well, this is one. They also put a gag order on Trump. The other day, a gag order on the guy leading. I read the polling today. He's leading, in, you know, he's leading Biden. By and Biden's only going to spin. He's only going to collapse with this adventurism he's having in the Middle East right now. Cynthia, how can people? We're going to try to get Julie Kelly on tomorrow. How do people find out more about all the work you're doing on social media, also your website, and if they want to support it, they can then get in contact with you and, and do that. Where do they go? You know, Steve, really quick, I want to tell you, President Trump met with Rachel's children. Um, and I have these great pictures of President Trump with three of her sons, the boys that you saw last night. And he he couldn't praise them, love on them, hug them, reassure them, despite all of his own, you know, angst that he's dealing with. He still put that aside to embrace these children and, and to reassure them and, and lift them up. Please visit Patriot Freedom Project. We have Christmas coming up. We're looking for gift cards. We're asking for uh, people to send gift cards so we can give them out to these families. These women need some normalcy. The gift cards will help them be able to go do their own Christmas shopping, um, you know, to do what they need to do for their children. Uh, of course, donations will help. We're helping a lot of these lawyers with appeals. The appeals are so important. And, uh, you know, we're doing great work. Anybody can email me. You can find us on Getter. You can find us on Truth Social. You can find us on Twitter, Patriot Freedom Project. You can email us, info at Patriot Freedom Project. 
we just ask for your support. It's really important, Steve. Cynthia, uh, thank you. Look forward to having you back on. Good, uh, good fighting. Thank you. thank you. I would like to. I would like to say that Congress has done a great job on J six. I think Cynthia Hughes would agree with me. It has been wanting, and yet still they're trying to taint. Uh, they're trying to say, oh, J uh, Jim Jordan's an insurrectionist because Jim Jordan wanted to have the two hours per state in the House, which would lead up to tw six states, twelve hours, which we should have gotten and we didn't get. Uh, while uh, Biden is being humiliated, can you believe this? We pay for Egypt, we pay for Jordan, we pay for the Palestinian Authority. We're underwriting the whole deal. If I walked you through the math, and maybe I'll break it out tomorrow, if I walked you through the math of what you're paying for over there on every side of the trade, and many times in back of some of these monarchs that the guys are living, you know, Matt Gates sat here and said they're all Gucci, uh, you know, they're all Gucci Arabs in... Um, in, in Belgravia, in the west end of, of London, the, one of the most beautiful places in the world, right? High-end places, chic. You're underwriting all this. You're underwriting the King of Jordan. Look at him. He's walking around in military uniform. Looks like something out of Lawrence of Arabia. You're underwriting all that. And the illegitimate guy that heads the whole deal up can't even get a meet. Hey, I'm in the neighborhood. Have a coffee. No, can't do it. Over in that part of the world, they're dancing in the streets right now, the humiliation of Biden, and this is going to have huge payback. While we have an invasion on the southern border, the financial collapse of the country, you can see it in your credit card bill or the mortgage your kids can't get. Oh, by the way, $100 billion to Ukraine. They just want to get up in your grill. They want to get up in your grill. And, and, the, and the two guys, and particularly she. She and the Persians. Russia, yeah, but Russia, Russia's kind of a poor relation. Don't get me wrong. He's got the Ukraine deal. They're working on that. But it's, it's the Persians and uh, it's the mullahs and she. And, and, and they had, they're doing a one belt, one road deal, belt and road initiative, I think in Beijing. And Putin's there with she. And they look like literally they should get a room. They couldn't be happier. It's like the second date. They're, they're on the second date high. Just getting to know you. But, man, it's all going great. Let's play. Do we have a short clip? I want to bring Nicole in from the new federal state. Do it! Do it! Right there, you see it. That's that first, they got that first day, a second day glow. I think the first date went well. They're, 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 they're loving it up. They're having a good time because they've set a trap for the United States of America in the Middle East. And we got to make sure that we're going to help our ally, uh, help our ally Israel not walk into that trap. I want to bring in Nicole from New Federal State. Look, Miles, you guys are able to put some incredible information to, to warn people. Over the weekend, I think people took that warning. And this is, you can see today with the hospital. Th th this Gaza City thing is nothing but a trap late. But pull the camera back for a second, Nicole. You've been fighting the CCP and the Patriots and the whistleblowers have been fighting the CCP from day one. It looks to me like she and the, and the Persians have worked some deal out 
and they, they've got a trap set for the United States of America in the Middle East. Your thoughts, ma'am? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. And I just want to first comment on Putin's meeting with Xi. I mean, their first date happened weeks before Russia invaded Ukraine, and that's February last year. And now they're having their second date. And the CCP is celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the Belt Road Initiative. And in Middle East, the CCP has signed up 15 countries on both sides of the Gulf into the CCP's Belt and Road Initiative. And I call it the CCP's Global Colonization Project or debt trap. And unfortunately, Israel is part of that 15 country that joined the CCP's Belt and Road Initiative. And so I think they're happy. They're having a great time because the CCP has spent so much money infiltrating in the Middle East and they have surpassed the US as a key dominant player, influential power in Middle East, and that's why Biden did not get a meeting, which is very unfortunate. And when America becomes weak, we're facing chaos, a world of chaos. And that, I think that's the lesson we should be learning from this whole uh, you know, war in Ukraine and in Middle East. I mean, according to the, to the you know, Sun Tzu, the, um, the, the China's most ancient war strategist, the supreme of art of war is to subdue your enemy without having to fight. And now we're having a war in uh, U- Ukraine and a war in Middle East and another one coming up in Taiwan Strait. It shows that America has a total failure on the foreign policy toward the communist China. Nicole, what are your fears? Uh, there's rumors that, or not rumors, I, I've talked to intelligence officials that through the southern border, not just the second opium war with fentanyl, but really the chemical warfare attack of fentanyl, that there have been up to 100,000 uh, PLA young men that have come across the southern border. Now, that would make 10 combat divisions. Now, I don't know if it's 10,000 or 100,000, but is that a big fear of, of uh, you folks at the new federal state and the whistleblower movement that are trying to call out uh, the depredations of the uh, of the CCP all the time. Are you concerned about what's come up through the southern border of the United States? Well, my biggest fear is America's own failed policy on the open border. If you close the border, you will not invite the enemy. I mean, the enemy, you know, are coming from all over the country. And I think that before we start blaming the invasion, let's fix our own problem. And so decouple from the CCP and cut off the ties to all, you know, funding the uh, Iran, funding the CCP. And if we cure this problem from within, we will expect a safer world for America and for the rest of the world. Um, how, tell our audience, how closely do you, because I don't think a lot, our audience is starting to do it. They're awake. But how closely is CCP and the mullahs in, in Persia? They had this long-term output deal, but but walk us through how closely tied they are. Well, first of all, uh, CCP has been investing hundreds of billions of dollars in Middle East because CCP is the world's largest oil importer, and more than 50% of the CCP's oil come from the Gulf, and that's why Middle East is a very important strategic location for CCP, and that's why they have you know very close relationship with the Iran, Palestine. And Hamas. I mean, CCP has supplying Hamas with 
weapons, and the CCP has been funding Iran, and the CCP is behind Palestine. And I think that CCP has, you know, all of them in its own pocket. So I, you know, I feel confident to say that CCP is behind this Hamas attack, and that's why I'm urging the international community instead of leaning on China to be a peace negotiator, we need to cut off and condemn the CCP's role in funding these totalitarian regimes in Middle East. Nicole, you guys had some great information up over the weekend, a warning from Miles Guo. Look, Miles warned us about the Persians in the Chinese Communist Party years ago when he first got here. I mean, he was been dead spot on it. Everything was going to happen in the Gulf and the Middle East. But you had some great information this week about a warning about a trap. Where do people go to get all the social media? Where do they go to get your TV shows? People want to know how they find out more about you guys. So where do they go? Follow us on NFSE Speaks on Twitter and NFSE Speak on Getter and visit our website at nfseofficial.com. And uh, yes, indeed, Mao School had an early warning to the entire community that the CCP has been laying the traps for you know, uh, for America, for Israel, and now we're seeing the you know catastrophe happening in the Middle East. But I think my biggest fear is something similar is going to happen to America if we don't identify CCP as the biggest existential threat to this country's national security. Thank you so much for having me today. Nicole, thank you. A great warning. By the way, Miles has been dead spot on about every, how this was totally going to unfold in the Gulf and with the Persians. And I'm telling you, it's a warning that we dare not look away from. Nicole, thank you so much. Thank all the team over there at the new federal state of China. Thank you. Remember, we're building an alternative economy, a Patriots economy. want to make sure you go to um, My Patriot Supply. They're the number one company for preparation. What I tell you early in the show, you got to get prepared. Go to My Patriot Supply. Joe Reek and the team always have specials. They've got a huge range of stuff, just not the food that's amazing, but they've got material, equipment, all of it. Just go to their website, mypatriotsupply.com. Make sure you go check it out. Also, the leaders in building the alternative economy. In fact, they're going to have an Amazon-type part of their app on 1 November or thereabouts. That will be Michael Seifert and the great team over at Public SQ, Public Square. So go to publicsq.com. Look at if you're if you're a provider of services, you can list and products for free. If you want to check out companies that sell things and do things and make things that don't hate you or your values, you want to give your money to somebody that doesn't hate you and want to destroy your family, check out Seifer and the team at Public Square. Go to publicsquare.com and go check it out today. Crom Carmichael, we got everybody at the Ramparts, and they're at the Ramparts. Remember, folks, I'll be up on Getter tonight, but tomorrow morning at the show in the 11 o'clock hour, they're going to be voting. We're going to have a lot to report tonight and a lot tomorrow morning. So you want to get, get us on Getter, follow us, follow us, Grace, follow Mo. Uh, but we need to man the ramparts tonight and tomorrow. The old bulls don't like it. Crom Carmichael, how are you going to help? They need their lion hearts, but they need hearts of lions. How do they do it? <laughs> well, Steve, thanks so much for having me on. And I'm holding up our bottle of soul tea right here. And uh, soul tea is a, is a all-natural uh, green tea extract where we take a particular molecule in green tea called theoflavin, and we, we extract it so that it moves from a 1% concentration in fresh green tea to a 22% concentration. And, you know, a lot of people think that all natural supplements don't really help them very much. But I want you to think about this for just a second. 
if you eat a whole bunch of sugar and you eat a whole bunch of salt, we all know that that is bad for your cardiovascular system. It's bad for your heart. It's bad for your body to eat a bunch of sugar and a bunch of salt. That's bad. So putting bad things in your body, if that's bad, then putting good things in your body is good. And green tea is an all-natural beverage, but what we've done is taken the most important molecule in green tea, and we have science to back it up, and, and I want people to go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com, and they can click on the Our Science tab, and they can see our science, uh, or they can just go order some product. Uh, we have a wonderful subscription where we give you a super-duper discount on the first shipment. Uh, we give you a 50% discount if you use the code WARROOM at checkout. That's WARROOM at checkout. And, uh, and then we ship you three bottles for the price of two every 90 days after that. So we're shipping you a continuous 90-day supply. You take two capsules a day. It will absolutely help your heart. It help you control your cholesterol and your cardiovascular system. Steve, thanks so much. I sure appreciate you letting me talk about salty on the war room. Crom, we love it because the audience loves it. They really love the product. So thank you. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you. In the thank six you. o'clock hour, brother. Appreciate it. Crom Carmichael. Thank you. Salty. We get so many great feedback of that. Okay. Tonight, there's a lot of work to do. Make sure these bulls don't like you calling them. They don't like being called out. Our strategy was to keep them up there and keep voting. Creative Minds and ours had a different idea. They're doing struggle sessions. We're going to be up on Getter. Make sure you download the app. We're back here at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. The vote, the next vote takes place at 11. We'll give pregame in the 10 o'clock hour to walk you all through it. Jim Jordan has still got a breath of life, but it's going to take a lot of work. See you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time in the War Room. For War Room... Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of this show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 
100,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.